0: It is official. It is a Keto Koko versus Georgia free contest for Ghana Football Association presidential post. As football governing body releases list of aspirants for various positions ahead of each election scheduled for September 27. Many candidates submitted their files ahead of the elections, which is scheduled to happen later this uh, next month, and the president of the Ghana Football Association, Keto Kroko, says that with him, Ghana football is in safe hands. In the Premier League, Chelsea and Liverpool played out a one all stalemate at Stamford Bridge. It was the opening weekend of Premier League football on the return of the competition, and Amnes were even at Stamford Bridge. we've got this and many more within the next 25 to 35 uh, to 30 minutes with me muftau nabila al like, stay with me <laughs> Let's test for the stories in detail. And um, we start with, with the Ghana Football Association, and they have released the list of people who are aspiring for various positions within the Ghana Football Association. The GFA uh, released the list earlier today. Let's take a look at what the football government published on their website just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, uh, Keto Kriko and uh, George Fuye vice for the position of president of the Ghana Football Association, for the executive council position for women only give to Owari Mesa, who is also the deputy director of the National Service Secretariat and she's the chief executive officer of Berry Lady. She's going for the position of uh, executive council on the ticket of women's football. Um, We expected um, Evelyn Sianasari to also uh, file a nomination, but unfortunately she had an accident uh, some few weeks ago, she's unable to vie. What it means is that, automatically, Gifty O.R.M. is going to be an executive council member of the FA if she's able to go through the processes, including vetting. For a division one league slot, Mark Addo, who is currently the vice president of the Ghana Football Association, is contesting. Samuel Enim Addo uh, is also uh, an executive council member in this current administration. Uh, Eugene Noble, um, he lost out in his attempt to contest for the position of, uh, Greater Accra uh, Football Association, uh, Chairman. He lost out to Samuel Abouabri, there's Gideon Fosu, and then Alexander Abebu. For the Premier League, we have Kinsley Osei-Bonsu, um, Nana uh, Safo-Odru, uh, who is also a current member. Kinsley too is a current member of the Executive Committee, Fred Archie, uh, Federica Champion, current member. Dr. Tony Urban, a current member, Randy Abe, a current member. So the top five people are the current members representing Premier League teams in the Executive Council. But Randy contested on the ticket of Division 1 in the last election. But his club, Heart of Lions, have qualified to the Premier League. So now he's contesting on the ticket of Premier League clubs instead. And there's also Onyina Asenso. He He's also on the ticket of Legon City's uh, Edmund Acker, Samatex. James Pia, the former Black Stars head coach, is contesting for the executive council position on behalf of Premier League teams. And he's doing this on the ticket of Kumasi Asan, Chikodoko. Amadou Amadu Braima um, on the ticket of Akwa House of Oak. That is um, Akambi. Akambi. Many of you know him as Akambi, but um, that is his full name. Eliana um with Kerala uh, United, and then Rafa Jamra on the ticket of um, um, Premier League teams as well for a Giana Now let's take a look at the, the other positions, especially the RFAs and the other uh, areas that people are willing to contest when it comes to this GFA election. Samuel Abouabri is going for a second ter- tenure. As uh, chairman of the Greater Accra Football Association, he is with uh, FC Mahmobi. John St. odro is affiliated to Final Race FC. So these two people are vying for the position of Greater Accra Football Association chairman. Central region, we have Robert Duncan, who is a current uh, chairman of the area. He's coming against Abdul Yate of Cheetah FC. Then, um, Chita FC, um, they are one of the clubs that uh, Christiana Chu passed through me. The soul of Christiana Chu rest in peace. And then, uh, Simon uh, Ahoma and then Mark Bismarck or Wilson Mensah, they are going for the Western Regional Football Association slot for Northern Region. muhammadu Abu Hassan is going unopposed for the position because he's a current uh chairman when it comes to. Uh, football in the northern region. For eastern region, Limford Asamoah is also going unopposed. Ashantu region, uh, he's going unopposed. Uh, Ajiman Osiritu, uh, in the 2019, he had a contest, uh, someone contested him, but this time he's going unopposed. For Volta region, Daniel Adboga, who is the current uh, chairman for uh, Volta region, he's going for a second tenure. He's coming against Matthew uh, Dowoli Kadu. And then the Bono-Ahafo region um, with Ralph Jamras' decision, not a contest. Three people have shown up to vie for the position. There's Dixon Sheldia, there's Dr. Charles Osei Anto, and then Meshach Asante Ameyaw. For Upper East, Salfu Zida, who is the current chairman, will have to battle up with Abel Alonnot Asogo for that post. And then in the Upper West region, Yahya Sadugu. Daudi, uh, and then Ahmed Baba Moro and then Kwame Mumuni. These are the people who are vying for the various positions in the um, various regions for Ghana football, seeking to head Ghana football in those regions. Um, some of the things, uh, some of the, um, the recommendations or suggestions that have been made to the statutes of the Ghana Football Association is that there is a possibility that if you win your seat, and become chairman of your region, and Congress decides to adopt the proposal that were put together by the likes of uh, now Odofole Norti to review the statutes of the Ghana Football Association, you would automatically become an executive council member of the Ghana Football Association. So the road is clear. They'll go through a vetting process, and uh, those who qualify will be put up before the delegates for elections. And... Uh, this will happen in the various regions, but a big one is going to be on September 27. One cut comes up against George Afriyie for the position of president of the Ghana Football Association. Let's hear from Kurt Okreku, who says that with him, Ghana football is in safe hands.
1: The trusted hand, the trusted leader, is the one speaking to all of you. People believe in the leadership, the reason why they are here they trust the leadership that's why they are here most importantly they trust in the vision of the leader that's why they are here and they are here and we are here to again say one thing we are together we are together in good times we are together in bad times our game will go through bad times but our game will go through a lot of good times. Our collective future is very bright. We have to be patient. We have to come together as a family. because that's the essence of being part of this association. My hands are open. I said this at Congress. I welcome the other mind at all times. Because it is the strength that I pick from the other mind that makes this family a unique and strong family.
0: Meanwhile, um, his, cont- his opponent, George Ophir, disagrees with him. He says that with 11 people going into contest for a position of the Executive Council of the Ghana Football Association, there's one clear message. And that message is that people do not have confidence in the leadership of the Ghana Football Association. And that... If the people who are going for the various positions within the Executive Council decides or believes that they trust in the vision of Keto Cricket to continue as the leader of football in this country, then he might as well drop his interest and throw his weight behind Keto Cricket to continue.
2: The number of people who are grameering to become ESCO members is enough justification telling you that everything is not right if the people who want to contest the executive council position think that Mr. Kreku has done well then let us me also withdraw and all of us go and back them plus the executive council if they have done so well then i expect everybody who has picked form to contest the executive council to drop if they drop i will be the first to drop then everything is fine. Let's rally behind our boss. Let's rally behind our FA president and they'll move Ghana football forward. Because that is what I stood for four years ago. In four years ago, we were going to the third round when I considered defeat. And I said that everybody should follow Mr. Ketu Kriku. He has my support and I expect everybody to support him. It didn't end there. Eh, the next morning, I pick up a phone and say, Boss, you are now my boss. You are the FA president. You have my support. Count on me. I did a live video, told everybody that, but what do we see today? We don't matter. Now it is them against us. Our football is divided. In the coming days, the news will come out. Our manifesto will come out. Our vision will come out. The true situation of our football will come out. And we'll let everybody know.
0: Interesting times ahead as the Ghana Football Association goes to the polls on September 27. Now, let's hear from from former black stars right back, Samuel Incombe. And uh, he currently has a running contract with Accra House of Oak. But before joining Accra House of Oak, he wanted a return to Kumasiya Santiko, a club he played with and made a name for uh, himself before moving out of the shores of the country. A return to the club uh, failed, and then he's been narrating what transpired behind the scenes.
3: I think uh, uh, when, I, when I was coming to Ghana, I said I want to play Ghana football, you know, and uh, I was being professional because I said to myself that it's the same league that who gave me the platform. So for me to come back and come and play the same league, I would not be something that I feel shy to come and play yeah. the, league that who, the league that gave me the platform. So I came, it was Kotoko who sent me an offer, official offer from Kotoko, okay. from Nene Omponsa, which was the CEO. So I told him, that okay, that's fine. So I came. We were talking about it back and forth in terms of uh, uh, money and uh, a lot of issues as well. So when I came, I tried to call him. And uh, he said to me that the first time I called him, he said to me that uh, he's, uh, he's in the meeting at the moment. He will call me back. So he called me back and he said he will get back to me. Okay, so it went to a point that uh, the board, even the board members want to see if I really want to play you know so I met a couple of them we sat down we discussed and I told him that if you guys thinking maybe there's no money I would love to play for free but at the end of the day uh, they said the coach said he, he, is, he has already had his already having uh, his, team. his team he has like four players in my position you understand so it tells me that uh, when I come I'll be uh, I'll be five fifth I'll, choice. yeah fifth choice so and I even told them that on the day whoever will train good will play but uh, they also let me know that uh, the coach is okay with the the right that uh, he, he has and which I respect him uh, uh, for that decision, because it doesn 't mean that you are a legend, so you can just do what you shouldn 't do. Yeah. You have to respect him as a coach, you have to also understand his game plan. He said this kind of players that he has is good for him, and I of the day I think he finished the season and he won the league, yeah. and which I respect him so much for that, but the fans was not um, the fans couldn 't understand.
0: What happened behind the scenes?
3: What happened behind the scenes? Because they wanted me to be in the team at all costs. So this is what happened. I cannot just say I'm Samuel income, so I'm just um, I want to how to say I don't want to um, obey the instructions that me and you know uh, that football the regulations are in football. So yes. Uh,
0: so what 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 were in fact we had stories. Uh, Hmm. that came out claiming that you said the ceo feels so so big to call you hmm. but what you're telling me is quite different from yeah,
3: that yeah yeah you know uh you know the moment this protocol uh, um didn't happen there was a lot of rumor there was a lot of there was a big tension even me on me the fans were insulting me they were giving me They were bashing me back and forth. I'm ungrateful. I'm that. I'm that. I decided that I would never talk. You understand? Because I don't want also big tension in the team as well. I just want the playing body also have a good mind to also focus on the league itself. So yeah, there was a, a whole lot, you know, but even it got to your point some some people are saying that i said i need ten thousand dollars and they said they don't have ten thousand dollars so that is why they deal couldn't happen but it was not like that you know so i don't want to talk too much about this yeah but
0: did you say the ceo feels too big to call you did you say that anywhere
3: i don't remember i i, I think i said something that i called him i called him and he said he'll call me back you understand? And I, I started calling him. There was no answering phones. That is why I, I got to know that maybe there's something happening, you understand? So when the board members also tried to uh, invite me, I went there. I was there. They called the, the CEO in front of me, and they were talking to him that in uh, is in front of us. We would love him to be in the team. What is the problem? What is happening? And I think he said something that uh, i heard it he said something that um, they should talk to the coach this is what he said they should talk to the coach so it means like he has played his part you understand uh, yeah. i know i know there was a whole lot brother
0: not, not, not to stretch this conversation but just just this moment just some few minutes ago you mentioned that the ceo called you back so i'm struggling to put one and two together if the ceo called you back where from the where, like the time, him, and uh,
3: he's supposed to call me back, and, where from all this? I'm a bit confused. Yeah, uh, that is what I'm saying. That it got to a stand that a lot of stories came up, a lot of them. So, and, in essence, some of the stories were false. Yes, I'll put it that way. Some of, the, some of the stories, for me, it was not something that I said it, you understand. So, but at the end of the day, did you feel disrespected by, by some of those reactions uh, having given your all to Kotoko before? I, I, I said to myself that, okay, my last club before I travel was Kotoko yeah. and um, I wanted to come and play and this, is, this stuff is happening. It got to a point that I was feeling like, okay, maybe I don't deserve to be there. And also I I feel like, okay, whatever I did for them, maybe they are not appreciate. They don't appreciate it. But I got to know that it's not the same people that when I was there, I'm I'm talking about the management. They were not there. They were were not there at this time. So I don't feel like uh, I have to be like, I'm disappointed. I wanted to play, but it didn't happen. And this is football. Football is like that, you know? if you want to go somewhere and they don't feel like uh, you have to be there you have to find somewhere else which they will appreciate you they will cherish you as well so i didn't feel down at all but i just said to myself that i have to move on
0: in essence it was the coach who did not allow you to come to kotoko
3: they said he i i met him one time but we didn't even talk about this you know and i don't want to say it was the coach. I don't want to also blame. It was the, the CEO, management. The, the management. That is why I, ma- I want to make it in general that if it's supposed to happen, it it was going to happen, but it didn't happen. So, yeah. That
0: was a conversation we had with Samuel Income, and uh, we're bringing you a repeat of that conversation on Friday. But let's go to Europe now and bring you highlights of matches that were played. In England and Spain, Arsenal, they uh, opened their campaign with a 2-1 win over Nottingham Forest. Ghanes from Asparte played as a right-back as the Ghanas uh, started their quest to win a Premier League title for the first time since 2004 on a very good note. Chelsea and Liverpool played at a one-all stalemate at Stamford Bridge. He's
4: in towards the six-yard box, headed back by Saliba, headed away by Gibbs-White. Now Martinelli Nice bit of skill Still Arsenal going Shot comes in and it's in The Gunners have the lead And it's Eddie Nketiah. What a piece of skill there by Martinelli Done the double foot over Sort of dragged back I don't know what they call it Tim But marvellous bit of skill And then the ball was just cut over to Eddie Nketiah what a finish his first bit of space but all made by Martinelli's wonderful skill and Nketiah got the opportunity and he grabbed it Saka cutting inside Saka oh what a goal Bukayo Saka with an absolute gem that is a stunning finish Arsenal losing possession getting it back and Saka just does what he does best we've seen him do this for England for Arsenal he comes inside he's aimed for that side netting and he has released a rocket into that top right hand corner nothing Matt Turner could do about that what a goal Running at this Arsenal defence, he's still going, and they've scored. And Wee has got the goal, the substitute. And that was made by Alanger, an electric run down the wing. Sly, that's brilliant. It's really brilliant. And the strike in the end was by Diogo Jota. Oh, Gakpo's done brilliantly well, Cody Gakpo for Liverpool it's not the best pullback but here's Salah so close so so close Fizzer it's a glorious ball for Salah off he goes Salah's pass oh stunning what a goal by Liverpool that's absolutely brilliant scintillating incisive football that's Alexander-Arnold he's picked out Mohamed Salah and Mohamed Salah picks out the goal but it's going to be very, very tight. There you go, it's offside. And the ball in. Chilwell, and it's in for Chelsea. For Axel Disassi. Enzo Fernandez, and Chilwell. What a turnaround. And it's not going to count. And Liverpool survive, and that's a big, big let off. That's Reese James. Oh, Jackson over the top. Van Dijk. Could have a go here, you know. Will have a go here, you know. And he's a whisker away. And a, Oh my word, how's that not gone in? That's nice, Enzo Fernandes. Look at the space here for Chilwell. Well, he drove it straight at Alisson. They've given it away really carelessly. And here's Jackson, who's trying to go all the way. And he's denied by Alisson. Malagusto, who uh, can't... Out-muscled Darwin Nunez, who wants to win it for Liverpool! Oh my word, he's so close to doing so as well. Canate is on yellow, so has to be careful. Mudrick is in on goal. Here comes Alisson, who does enough to force Mudrick.
0: The action, though, <laughs> oh, people wanted to see what was going to happen at the latter part. Unfortunately, the game ended 1-1. Chelsea were not able to convert that. It was the first time... In six consecutive seasons or seven consecutive seasons that Mohamed Salah has failed to score, he's always scored every single opening day of the Premier League. For six consecutive times he did it. Seventh time he scored, it was chopped off by VAR. Let's do La Liga. Real Madrid were winners when they came against Atletico Bilbao. Wrap up with some highlights from the Women's World Cup. The first time ever in the history of Australia, be it male or female, a national team has made it to a semi-final of a FIFA World Cup as Australia defeated France 7-6 on penalties to reach the semi-final of the ongoing Women's World Cup. England also booked a place in the last 4 courtesy of a 2-1 win over Colombia. And this is our Wrap Up Sports today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah.
5: Here's Razo. Good offer from Hayley Razo. Hey, can't And hands on that foul. Brilliant defending. Absolutely magnificent from Dale Manor. Now, good steal on halfway. Straight into the action is Sam Kerr. Going to look for the pass. Razo. Players arriving in all areas, but it's Hayley Razo save. Carpenter. Fowler! Poirot-Magnon hey, blocks for the legs. Francis 10th corner ah, and they score! No! Referee's disallowed Got it. Immediate decision. May just have been a pull there for Wendy Renner Low ball in, might be awkward here for the Matildas. Down shot, block. Besho! Brilliant save from Mackenzie Arnold. 18 penalties we've had so far. It's six all and it's Vicky Besho. and hits the post. Courtney Vine can write the Matildas into history. Cue the party! No Australian team, male or female, has ever reached a World Cup semi-final. England now applying the pressure. Russo the header, a good one, Paris is right behind it. The corner is half cleared, a bit of a side shot and then the header straight to Paris. Casedo. Santos. Santos, that's a lovely ball, it's in! Colombia have the lead. Macy Santos over a back, peddling herbs and into the back of the English net.